Hi, I'm Ezra Engel, and you're listening to The Voice, reading Job 41 for Monday, January 19th. Can you pull in the Leviathan with a fishhook, or tie down his tongue with a rope? Can you put a cord through his nose, or pierce his jaw with a hook? Will he keep begging you for mercy? Will he speak to you with gentle words? Will he make an agreement with you, for you to take him as your slave for life? Can you make a pet of him like a bird? Or put put him on a leash for your girls? Will traders barter for him? Will they divide him up among their merchants? Can you fill his hide with harpoons, or his head with fishing spears? If you lay a hand on him, you will remember the struggle and never do it again. Any hope of subduing him is false. The mere sight of him is overpowering. No one is fierce enough to rouse him. Who then is able to stand against me? Who has a claim against me? that I must pay. Everything under heaven belongs to me. I will not fail to speak of his limbs, his strength, and his graceful form. Who can strip off his outer coat? Who would approach him with a bridle? Who dares open the doors of his mouth, ringed about with his fearsome teeth? His back has rows of shields tightly sealed together. Each is so close to the next that no air can pass between. They are joined fast to one another. They cling together and cannot be parted. His snorting throws out flashes of light. His eyes are like the rays of dawn. Firebrands stream from his mouth. Sparks of fire shoot out. Smoke pours from his nostrils, as from a boiling pot over a fire of reeds. His breath sets coals ablaze, and flames dart from his mouth. Strength resides in his neck. Dismay goes before him. The folds of his flesh are tightly joined. They are firm and immovable. His chest is hard as rock, hard as a lower millstone. When he rises up, the mighty are terrified. They retreat before his thrashing. The sword that reaches him has no effect, nor does the spear or the dart or the javelin. Iron he treats like straw, and bronze like rotten wood. Arrows do not make him flee. Sling stones are like shaft to him. A club seems to him but a piece of straw. He laughs at the rattling of the lance. His undersides are jagged potsherds, leaving a trail in the mud like a threshing sledge. He makes the depths churn like a boiling cauldron, and stirs up the sea like a pot of ointment. Behind him he leaves a glistening wake. One would think the deep had white hair. Nothing on earth is his equal, a creature without fear. He looks down on all that are haughty. He is king over all that are proud. Job 41. So this whole chapter is describing a creature called Leviathan. And when I look at the uh, subtext, you know, the linked text in this verse, it (laughs) comments possibly the crocodile. Now, I've never seen a crocodile that breathes fire or could not be caught in some way. So, it actually sounds a lot like what someone would describe as a dragon. And uh, a lot of people think that there's no such thing as dragons, and I've never seen one. But it would make a pretty odd analogy if um, God is calling, trying to explain something to Job. Usually you use, you reference something that they understand. So it does um, make me raise an eyebrow and wonder if um, what um, many have considered as the description of legends actually has some basis in reality. There being some sort of a creature that um, is uh, scarier than a crocodile and actually has flashes of light come from its mouth in some way. 
But um, yeah, a whole chapter devoted to this as being a lesser comparison to the uh, power that God has. You know, why would you pick a fight with a Leviathan that apparently lives in the sea in some point? Um, And in the same way, why would you pick a fight with God? Thank you for listening to The Voice.